0: Welcome back, you guys, to Talk to Talk with your girl Anita need love coming to you guys from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I am good. My family is good, and you already know that another day above ground is always a blessing. I want to thank you for just your support, for um, just being there, and just constantly coming back, listening to the podcast. Um, it means a lot to me. Um, I'm gonna get all the way into this. Um, There's so much that goes on about married women that have been cheated on being weak. You heard what I said. (laughs) And let me just say, you know, people always say, oh, you guys are so sensitive. You take things so literally. I think there is a new shame in cheating that I think has nothing to do with the act itself. There is a particular notion or idea, or or if we just look at, we give the woman who has chosen to stay with a man or a man that have chosen to stay with a woman who has cheated on them. And it isn't a good, I it's, it's never a good compliment. It's never a good thought. It's never a good response. We look at people with our eyebrows raised, and we got our, you know, necks crooked to the side. We're like, "I'm now." Ah, uh-uh. we we project onto these individuals this disingenuous type of pity, sorrow, with a lot of just condescending. You know what I'm saying? It's always go back to: Was she the woman who chose to stay? You know, or or she just the woman who wasn't strong enough to leave. That's always the way that in which people view women that stay in these type of situations. And if you ask uh, any expert, in any psychotherapist on sex and relationship, they probably have plenty of opinions and thoughts and perspective of that. I was looking online and I ran across this um, article, and there was this uh, psychotherapist expert on sex and relationship, Esther Pirel, that said, um, stated that a few decades ago that the decision for, for people to file for a divorce was loaded with nothing but shame. But in the modern moment, when ending a marriage or relationship is no longer taboo, the new shame is to stay when you have the option to walk away. Right? They invoke that language like self-respect, strength, and bravery. And the woman who ideally knows her worth she will leave that is the one and only correct response to infidelity right and you have people have been insulted made to look stupid and the trust has been broken like there's you can't repair it and it is the worst crime that can befall a relationship and in fairness it's not hard to see why why would they do that you know i'm saying why why is always that million dollar question that we we're always left with And then we have these other questions that follow up with the who and the the what and the when and the how and why would they do that? (laughs) There is this new social media brand of shame that you feel when someone cheats on you, right? And it's humiliating. And the person who is meant to love you the most and knows all your deep, dark secrets, all your flaws, they couldn't possibly be looking at somebody else and the word itself implies that they tried very hard to stay in their lane, but in the end they just couldn't help it, right? That's the notion that it it comes off. It feels like, like like you're being rejected. It's a rejection of you from the way you laugh to the shape of your nose to your walk. And the answer to the why just descends on you like a brick falling from a building um, at 12 o'clock at night, you know, because when we sit there and we think about it, it's we wasn't enough. There was something that this other person had that you don't, that they were satisfied with and cheating was the symptom. And clearly I was a problem because you cheated on me. And we've been led to believe from, if you listen to music, you listen to movies, psychology, in and relationship columns, if you look at all of that, someone cheating always has something at least a little bit to do with the person being cheated on, right? You don't have enough sex drive or you may not be there for them in some sense. You may be neglecting them or maybe you were a little bit too jealous or you weren't putting enough time and attention and effort into your appearance or maybe you didn't go on enough dates with them or the sex wasn't good or you were too demanding. The relationship probably died off and they were just afraid to break your heart and just say, I don't wanna be there with you. There are numerous of reasoning, right? And there's numerous of shame in telling friends and family that the man or woman or whomever you're with that you decided to devote yourself to and you wanted to be with, even if it's only for a moment, desired and wanted someone else. And in the midst of all of that roller coaster of emotions, you are expected to make a decision and you need to make that des- decision fast. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like, With the notion that people say where Chris Rock has said that Obama should have married former president, Obama should have married a white woman. Well, if Michelle Obama wasn't able to satisfy him, then what makes her think that he could be able to satisfy the American people? Right. So Obama needed to have a white woman in order for him to satisfy the American people. I know I'm going a little far with that, but. Trust me, just think about it. There are several women in the public eye that have married by their husband's affairs. If you go to the Hillary Clinton other world back up in um, when was this? What? 1970, 1971. When uh, Hillary and Bill Clinton first met and they got married in 75, which I wasn't even born then. He was. um, I think it was 20 years before Bill Clinton was the president of the United States. And then, you know, he had that sexual relationship with Monica Lewinsky, who at the time she was 22 years of of age. Um, She was an intern at that. And when it came to light, like years, a few years later, he lied about it. And he said, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. (laughs) How did I do? Eventually, the point of the matter is the evidence became very heavy and was very overwhelming that he decided to confess, basically forced to confess to his wife. You know, of course, you know, people like, oh, my God, he was so emotional, whatever. And he was telling her, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was trying to protect you and our daughter. Bullshit. Anyway, it goes without saying that when you deal with that type of scandal that ruined Monica Lewinsky, but despite the fact Hillary had nothing to do with their affair, but it hurted her reputation. She was labeled and enabled at the time where if you talk about Donald Trump referring to her as an unbelievable, nasty mean in April. y'all remember that? Oh my God. And as well as many other Republicans that insisted that she stayed more of an arrangement than a marriage, that she was using Bill Clinton for his political political connections, and that's why she stayed with him. I, 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 Trump daughter Ivana Trump in her memoir Raising Trump she stated how years ago she had approached Hillary Clinton and asked how do you deal with it and she said uh, I don't even remember what she said I think she just, she said he, she walked away from it and it looked at she looked at political wives who stood by their cheating husbands at the press conference and she couldn't believe that they put up with it. How do they explain it to their children? How could you is the question that many people respond or spew out their mouth to the cheater, to the cheated, not the cheater. For decades, when you recant Hillary Clinton, she has been made to defend her choice to stay married to her husband. In an interview that she had, she said, I'm not sitting here like I'm some little woman standing by my man. I'm sitting here because I love him and I respect him and I honor what he's been through and what we've been through together. People don't understand that. People always look at women as oh my God, you're weak and you're pathetic and how dare you? And I would never. It was only last year, if you recall that Donald Trump retweeted Hillary Clinton's words, saying that if Hillary can't, um, satisfy her husband what makes her think that she can even satisfy America and it's just the horrifying thought that that people believe that you know what I'm saying that people believe that if you couldn't satisfy a man from being from their having pulse control and, and being faithful that it's the woman fault and she did not stay with Bill out of necessity she stayed with Bill Clinton because of her choice It was a decision that culturally a lot of people is remain uncomfortable with. What if the affair had nothing to do with you? The psychotherapist Esther Pira had said that she asked her clients that was dealing with the aftermath of infidelity. What if the infidelity or what if the affair, however you want to word it, had nothing to do with you? And there are dozens of people And there are dozens of reasons why people cheat. So few in the life of a couple, except maybe an illness or maybe a death carrying uh, like a devastating force. She said, Pereira wrote in that article that infidelity may be ubiquitous, but the way that we make meaning of it, how we define it, experience it and talk about it is ultimately linked to the particular time and place where the drama unfolds and she has a podcast you can go listen to the full episode of no filter with Elsa Pereira um mama uh uh mama ma I think that's what you said no filter with Mia um with Mia Freeman oh my god i got a brain freeze you guys when cheating takes place in what people idea of a good marriage that is a kind, respectful, loving, and maybe companionated partnerships where infidelity is not commonplace, sometimes it's not that one partner is turning away from the other. It might be turning away from the person that they have become. Because sometimes people are not prepared for who people change and turn into. We're not looking for another lover so much as another version of ourselves. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that the cheating hurts any less. It doesn't even disqualify the act itself from being one of the most disrespectful portrayal that a person have to go through seriously what it does mean is that staying with a person who cheated on you does not make you a weak person it doesn't mean that you are lacking self dignity self validation or self respect infidelity hurts fuck it it hurts it's embarrassing, it's humiliating and one of the hardest things for people to decide to stay is dealing with how embarrassed the shame that they internalize from them around from those people around them. It's even hard to navigate. So how do a person navigate with the complexities of their relationships when it isn't a reflection on their character? because ultimately we just have to trust a woman to make the decision that is best for them. If you stayed with someone who cheated on you before, how did it turn out? How was it for you? You know what I'm saying? I've had, I've listened to women podcasts, I mean women comments over social media and I I have to say I am baffled at the things that these people say. Like I I I mm, I want to be very respectful because at the end of the day, I do feel that people uh, have a right to their opinions, and sometimes you have to figure out um, you have to allow yourself to agree to disagree when it's certain situations that you don't agree with. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. There are some things that we just ain't going to have a a, a mutual conversation with, such as R. Kelly. (laughs) We ain't never, (laughs) ever going to have a come to the table moment with that situation. It's just never going to happen. But when we talk about cheating and things like that, why is it that it's always the woman is weak when she's cheating, when a man cheats on her? But if a woman cheats on a man, the man is, man, you good. You know what I'm saying? It's like, stand by your cheating man or kick him to the curb. It's, it's, it's not a decision that any one person wants to make. But many people ultimately have after they have just meditated and, you know, suffocated on their mates that were caught. Sure, when you talk about, even when you talk about celebrities, you, you, you talk about those and um like Tiger Woods and his wife, you, you know, uh, Jennifer Lopez and, you know, now she's married Ben Affleck. Not every woman chooses to stay. Not every woman chooses to move on. You have to dig deeper to discover why so many women choose to stick it out. And will your guy ever cheat on you? And if your guy ever cheat on you, never say never because I was one of those people when I was young was like I ain't that ain't never going to happen to me. You ain't doing this to me. And I became that person. Right? And I know I would love to believe that I would never be a woman that forgive that easily. I would never be a woman that would be okay with a man ever deceiving me, ever lying, never ever cheating on me because I feel like if you love me, you love me. Right. But that doesn't mean that just because you feel weak, it doesn't mean necessarily that you doesn't love me. But in that moment, because you deceived me and you violated my trust and you humiliated me and I'm embarrassed. I don't know if you love me in this moment. I don't see it in this moment. I'm going to take a brief break, you guys. You guys do not go anywhere. We're going to come back and we're going to finish talking about women staying with men who are who cheats and why women are considered weak when they stay. You don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after this commercial. That is, thank you guys for staying with me. That is Anchor.fm. If you want to do your own podcast, Anchor.fm. Now, celebrities, politicians, even your neighbor next door, even the preachers, they all do it. Sure, there are names of cheaters that changes from, let's say, Mark Stanford, like I said, Tiger Woods. There are different people that have changed. But the stories are the same. Husband cheats, get caught, wife, they embarrass it. And I read online on Everyday Health that, in fact, up to 75% of couples that are rocked by an affair, stay together. 75% stay together. According to research by Peggy Vaughn, she's uh, an author of Preventing Affairs. You can have a monogamous marriage, but not by just assuming you're immune. Dialogue press. And there are so many wronged spouses managed to turn the other cheek is admirable to some, but you can't help wondering why didn't they push that wandering ass dog out the door? You know what I'm saying? Cause sometimes I catch myself like girl, no ma'am. Life script talked to women and experts on how to find why beleaguered wives choose to stand by their 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 men and and many of them told them that they didn't want to be alone. Their finances will take a hit. He's not perfect. Um, Professional status is tied to them. All of these different things. And let me just say this. Most women stay when a husband takes up with a, a, a more nicer, sexier, pretty looking younger woman, it doesn't expire confidence that you are still going to, you got it going on insecurities can be enough of a glue to stick with a marriage I'm just saying fear of being alone actually keeps people in all kinds of bad situations you know what I'm saying um women from my experience and I'm just speaking from my experience or my friends including myself are more afraid of going solo than men are at one time that it, it it comes from believing that they need a man in their life to take care of them even though, we've come a long way. There are many messages that still tell us that if you look over social media, men still want us to need men and be unhappy and miserable all the time. And what I'm speaking on is not that this is with everybody. I just think it has become easier for people, women, to have this independence type of attitude about things to where they feel like every woman should should leave if they marriage hit a rock bottom or their marriage isn't the way you want it. And instead of working it out because you love a person and you still believe in them, you should just go. Because if you don't go, that means you're insecure and you're unhappy. Even when we talk about finances, women's greatest fear is that they'll become bag ladies. And their mind and their thoughts, they, they're believing that person for a life of poverty because he's been converting as well. It's not, it's not completely unfounded fear because a woman is likely to draw the short financial straw in a divorce because if the woman is, have children involved and that woman is the is the one that's doing this, that, or the other with the kids and maybe she's not making what the husband is making, you still have to wait on the husband to provide. You still have to do this, that, or another. And yes, some husbands pay substantial amount of child support and some of them don't. So that's why I said, women is most likely to draw the short financial end in divorces x y standard of living usually drops more than 25 percent. that's what a study showed on everyday health they also are more likely to lose other essential things such as like their insurance or even their home they have to downgrade and move into apartments or something like that even he's not perfect an affair may not be um a come to the table moment and say you know this is a deal breaker for me I'm done you know we tend to think that once someone has slipped up into something it's the end of a relationship and true that's how newlyweds usually think but as people live and and people get older and people grow and prosper together people start recognizing that they have to give up the dreams of that perfect significant other because to be honest with you that doesn't exist they know that their mate eventually will probably disappoint them they're hoping that it's not this way but let's just be honest nobody's perfect and many of these people that's over social media that give these ideas of how a perfect relationship is many of them are not happy or many of them are given the imagery that they're happy and you you don't, like, are you really happy? We don't know because we don't live your life. Even when we talk about her for professional status, it's tied to him because you have some women that there are many, 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 many educated women that have still put their career second behind their their significant others, their husbands. And if if you have been known as a Mr. Big big deal wife, leaving that relationship may end up, you know, making, you know, things more professionally hard for you. Those doors may not open and a wife can lose her status because of a divorce a, a married. If you're married to, let's say the president or to a, or, or, or to a government or executive or whoever you're that president, that governor that executive wife. Otherwise you're just his ex-wife. <laughs> you see what I'm saying you'll lose friends that adds to insult divorcing is a risk breaking up a person's social circle as well especially if it was exclusively with other married couples it's sad it's it's very can be frightening but it's true a solo woman is considered a threat to the stability of other relationships and married friends, tend to pull away and you know gravitate to just the married couples. And if you live in a community where marriage is like pushed in your face and single women are like, oh my God, you're an embarrassment, do you want to become an outcast because your husband did this? You you see what I'm saying? So there are lots of reasoning why women stay. Her family's against divorce. She may have been one of those people like me that didn't feel like marriage was a divorce. I it was a was a um an option you know even having even when you say if he ever cheat on me I just I I just can't do this and then it comes down to it and you process and you go through your all your feelings the fact that you love this person and religion involved and your beliefs and this and that sometimes people believes it's bigger than what you, than anybody else's negative comment you know people say yes because they could see themselves with kids and they were hoping that um they would give them a chance, but it's it's a lot of different reasons, even when we talk about family pressure, family pressure. It don't always keep your families together, but people don't want to divorce because of the family pressure. You know what I'm saying? Emotionally invested in her husband. There are so many women and husbands are essentially part of the family, disentangled uh i mean family tapestry is it's like we're connected like we just we're the glue and when and, and it's disentangling it would be it would be devastating to just to mess that up you know what i'm saying so they think hard before they walk away before they say you know i'm done i'm just gonna throw this away women struggle to see the whole picture and try to figure out if their husband stupid mistake will go away or you know Will it, you know, tear up the family or help it endure and pro and prosper and grow? Of course, a woman is more likely to take the views if it's a one-time thing rather than an extracurricular relationship, like a pattern, you know, of infidelity that that has been consistently going on for a while. Let me tell you something. I don't know if I could be okay with that, um, where I'm at in my life now, but when I was younger, yes. People have hidden agendas, just like people feel like Hillary Clinton was stayed with her husband for political reasons. You know? Infidelity can make the marriage stronger as well. I know that's odd and weird, but oddly it could improve people's relationship. Like if... If if both parties are willing and that affair sometimes can get these people to talk and those long avoided issues that they have, they can talk about sex, their careers, housework, money, their emotional distance. And if there's a foundation of friendship or in love, they can use that. Harbor situation as an opportunity for them to grow and understand what it is about their relationship that's really not working and take some actions to fix it and that will take work you know probably therapy but ultimately the end game is that both will be will be able to grow closer together and their relationship can be more connected and stronger and who wouldn't want to stick around for that if if it's possible you you know what i'm saying like come on honey like come on let's let's do this you know what i'm saying i just find that nowadays people are so woke right want to be this a never be me type of person so they don't work for nothing they bounce and they haul ass. You know, oftentimes people be like, if, you know, when people commit infidelity or whatever, is it a moment of weakness? And that is a valid, wholehearted feeling, but that's not a valid excuse. And rather a person have been cheated on or if you are a person that have been the one that cheated on someone, it, that thought is familiar it was a moment of weakness. I don't know what happened, or some type of some type of various of comments like that. we blame it on that moment, that situation, uh, uh that feeling around the betrayal. We accept that as, okay, that's our excuse, that's justification. And it probably was truthfully wholeheartedly, a moment of weakness, a moment of humility. We all are more than capable. Of crossing that line of a loved one. And I think at some point, all of us are some type of villain of betrayal. Even if it isn't cheating. Even if that isn't what it is, we we have been the villain. And we all honestly have fell prey of moments of weakness. And yes, we are entitled to moments of weakness. We We are not entitled to use... Those moments of weakness as an excuse for exoneration, and we shouldn't expect someone to accept that as a valid excuse, especially when it comes to cheating. Um, me personally, I feel that it's not. It's not about the offender. It's about a person's partner thought and action to cheat. Even if it's just in the back of their mind or even if they don't mean to hurt you. I, I, That's just how I feel. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. I don't presume to know anything. These are my feelings. I was talking to a friend of mine and she, we were, we were text messaging. She responds back. To And um, she was telling me something that she had went through, which is one of the main reasons why I'm doing this podcast. And we were in some kind of way, we got on the subject of humanity and moments of weakness. And we were talking about that, the opportunity can lead people to do and act on their moments of weakness. And we end up getting into like, almost like a little argument that went like kind of like perhaps, normally people can go out and have fun and get their drinks with their co-workers that they happen to be sexually attracted to or emotionally attracted to in some type of way but the wife or the husband and the wife they have had series of really bad ups and downs fights arguments and one night they drink with that attractive co-worker or that emotional co-worker that they're attracted to led to sex it was a moment of, uh-oh, fuck, what have I done? And something you probably never thought that you would ever do or find yourself in, but it happened. And truthfully, you were being human. Yes, that would be, I'm human. I made mistakes type of response to stress and unhappiness. And But when you're straying from the person that you love, your partner, does not make you evil or beyond redemption. It doesn't mean that you don't love your partner the act can possibly be forgiven. You you're already have had moments of weakness, moments where you have maybe considered it or maybe you have thought that you wouldn't normally have and moments where you have lost um, control of what really matters. But those moments of weakness don't have to be acted upon. You don't have to give in to those things. And if you've ever been in like a marriage or a long-term relationship, let's be honest, I'm sure that there have been many of instances where your significant other have might've hit that nerve and pissed you the hell off. And you just wanted to knock the shit out of them. It happened to me plenty of times. I'd be want to knock the shit out of them. And maybe, and maybe you didn't really want to hit them or knock the shit out of them. Like I'd be wanting to do. Maybe you just wanted to get in your car and just drive the fuck off and say, man, fuck you. I'm gone. But that, broom handle that's in your hand, it would have still felt better being thrown at that wall. You know what I'm saying? And normally we wouldn't feel the need or desire to like tear up anything or break anything up or destroy your your um your house. But in that moment, right now, in that heated moment of anger and frustration, that idea didn't cross your mind. You know what I'm saying? So you lost control of what it of what it is, what's important. And that's that's a fight. And you like that your house, so you're not gonna throw them up. You're experiencing a moment of weakness. That is a moment of weakness. Now, if you take that broom handle and start tearing up your shit, you're being violent. <laughs> if you, you know, throwing glass on the floor, your walls, you know, and you have and where, especially when the reality of it is, you could have hurt someone if you or if you hit your partner, like. If I had to hit my, that's domestic abuse. That's domestic violence, honey. That's a felony. No one is gonna look at that partner's black eye and accept your excuse. Or it was just a, uh, it was just. Oh my God, it was just a moment of weakness. I just was so mad, and I just no, because it wasn't. It was a moment of violence. The thought that preceded the moment of violence was a moment of weakness. Not that I'm equating domestic abuse to cheating. That's not what I'm saying, people. Calm your nerves. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm hoping that you get the point. Cheating is a moment of betrayal, not a moment of weakness. The moment of weakness is is wanting to act on it, wanting to cheat, and perhaps getting very close to that moment. You know what I'm saying? But it's not cheating. It's really not. Even though we may think and feel like that's what it is, it's really not. And we're human. And even in the best relationships, couples are not immune to temptation. Fuck want to cheat on persons, honey. I, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying when you add in personal demons, uh, external stressors, relationship troubles, and you've created this perfect cheating cocktail. And then a few months back, um, my significant other and I was going through a little rough patch and, um, it was, Weird enough that we were still trying to um, get it together, and we almost got to the point where we was like, "We ain't friends. We ain't communicating. We ain't doing that. I don't never want to have a conversation with you." We it was very negative and it was very um, stressed, and there was some, there was so much of love there, but it was so much of pain. You know what I mean? and i felt like he was cheating you know i understood and i and and although it was me tripping and i was angry because and i don't want to go into much details but there were acts, there were things that were said It was things that a person was done that made me feel that way. And I have made it very clear to that person that if you don't do this while other, it's not going to make me think like you're moving different. You know what I'm saying? It made me feel like that person was desiring to cheat, that that person wanted to cheat. It didn't turn into a moment of betrayal. It didn't turn into what I thought it was. Um, But they did. And they admitted to me that, yeah, they was curious into, you know, other situations or wanting to see about something else. They were curious. Um, I didn't feel portrayed fully by him as I would have felt if they had actually followed through on the desire. I felt pain, you know, but. I still felt love for him. It was, and it was a wake up moment for me. And I think honesty was the best way to handle the moment. You know, it it allowed both of us to help and maybe um, address certain things that we weren't maybe addressing. And so I say to you guys, it is both of you guys' job to evaluate yourself. You have to individually evaluate your inner thoughts and understand your own complex feelings and choose the best course of action for you, whatever that action may be. Don't pay attention to social media because social media will have everybody single, lonely, bitter, and broke. So if you're walking to a restaurant with an an attractive uh, coworker and you know your wife at home and you know what may happen maybe turn around and call your wife. You know what I'm saying? Don't allow yourself to be to be in these situations because you know what you're dealing with a moment of weakness. And you, it's like, do you understand yourself? Do, you know what I'm saying? Or do you have enough power to like walk away? Choose to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Choose to be honest with yourself and, maybe try to be honest with your partner and then it won't, it will help you to fight through that and not fall into those moments of weakness. Now, I said this and I'm going to be honest with you. There are more than 50% of all married women and at some point, those women cheat on their mates. I say that to say this, no man should be fucking cocky That their wife won't stray. You have to be on alert that at any moment you can lose your partner as well. Most women stay in these relationships because they love their husbands. They love their significant other. And, And they choose to fight it out. Most of these women are committed to their marriages. And they have never cheated on their husbands. But if you look at their lifestyles and you go deep within that, any one of those women can commit adultery. You know? Women stay because... Most women stay because of love, because of their vow to their union, because of their commitment to their family. And I have learned... Uh, many people that I know love their husbands more than their husbands love them. They're willing to fight for their marriage more than their husbands are. Most time, husbands don't want their wives to be with someone else. And that would then turn the key to make them fight for their husbands. I mean, fight for their wives. But usually, when that happens, they're only doing it because they don't want to see their wives with someone else. And that's the truth. Now, I'm going to say this. Cheating works both, both ways. Women cheat, men cheat, everybody fucking cheat. I just wish that women would stop belittering other women because they choose to stay with their husband. They choose to make their marriage work. They choose to stay in it. You choose not to. You made that decision, if this ever happened, I'm gone. That's your choice. Stop judging people because of you. Because most times when I hear women holler about another woman is stupid, that's because your ass have never had the power to even come close to loving somebody that you that you even thought was worthy of you even loving unconditionally and fighting through it. That's my time, you guys. Remember, stay true to yourself. Do not let anyone else's thoughts and opinion dictate who and what you think of. Continue to push to be better every day than what you were the day before. When they go low, you go high like the former first lady. Let your family and friends know that you love them now because tomorrow ain't promised to nobody and live your life the way you see fit. Make decisions based on you. Stop listening to fucking social media, trying to tell people how to be husbands and wives and girlfriends and significant others in this bitch. Stop putting labels on shit to stress you the fuck out because you're so busy, worried about somebody else. Let me tell you something. I ain't worried about no bitch ever taking my place. If that bitch take my place, that's because he wasn't mine to begin with. And just like he got many options, motherfucker, you would only imagine the options that I have. Stop playing with women out here. And women, stop putting other women down because you choose to be an other woman. Stop that shit. If that's what you want to do, be somebody else's side, be they side. But you ain't got to knock another woman down because that's what the fuck you choose to do.